Hey, you suck. You are a failure. You're unforgivable. You're too far gone. Man, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is not who we are in That's Christ. right. That's right. Hello and welcome to the Summerbrook Takeaway. I am Tanner Treffin and I am blessed. And I am a child of God. Thanks for joining us, Pastor Joey. We're having some fun because on the message, uh, Pastor Joey shared about how in your suffering, you don't want to label yourself. Amen. That's just such a powerful point. I loved how you came out uh, sharing about that and um, that we all can go through those hard times and you don't want to let your circumstances be what you label yourself. And you see that so much in the story with Ruth. Um, with Naomi, how she, Naomi means pleasant, but then he, she changed her name to bitter tomorrow. Yeah, and so uh, Naomi puts it on the T for you to uh, really drive that point home that she had labeled herself bitter in the midst of her suffering, not in any way to minimize her suffering that was, ex- I can't imagine, just extremely oh, painful. Terrible. But that does not change who your identity and who Christ, who you are in the Lord. And so we are children of God. We're blessed. And highly favored by the Lord. Yeah, I was thinking of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. talks about how we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so I'm blessed. Yeah, sure. and so uh, let, take those labels off. Uh, and, and, and that is a key uh, place we can grow to uh, in our takeaway to continue to work at that. Because when I tend to be stressed on a Sunday after church, when I come home and I'm decompressing, that's usually the worst self-talk of my week. And so it, some people call it preaching hangover. Mm. And so I, I've been working more and more at and grabbing that negative self-talk. Yeah, and that always speaks when you're in those places of suffering or just super depleted and, and tired um, to not go to those Moabs and start uh, beating yourself up, but resting in the promises and the truth of God's Word. Yeah, yep. So I love this message, work the harvest, and that's, that's really was the next point, that when you're suffering, work the harvest. That's awesome. Yeah, so go like I told the church, you go through that grief cycle and denial, acceptance, and, and, and sometimes that cycle will come back and that type of thing, but and continue in the process. But one of the biggest things you can do is get a purpose, like get up and start, what can I do? There are certain things you can't do. What can I do? There was many limitations to Naomi and Ruth in their day and time, uh, big time, uh, in their culture, but she could get up and glean and uh, receive the leftovers of the harvest. And through that, it gave her an opportunity to connect with Boaz, and and we're following that story now. Yeah, I love uh, Ruth's just... personality her attitude that she's willing to just do whatever it takes be humble and get, go out there and try yeah and, and, and try to do something for for her and her mother-in-law and, and Boaz I think is such a, an example of a godly businessman mm-hmm. that he has his business of his farm and he has his own servants working and he's like hey the Lord bless you and they're like yelling back the Lord bless you and and he's just um, using the the his wealth and his status of the business he owns to to not just think about himself but to bless the poor and bless the people around mm-hmm. him and, and having that God mindset to how do I use this business not just for myself but for the purposes of God yeah and and he went way beyond exact with this where the law required just for you to provide a gleanings um meaning the leftovers that had fallen from when you were and here she was here he was uh letting them know hey you leave the sheaves 
give her, you know, she could have her drink. And, and we'll look into next week. Obviously, it becomes much more of what the Lord does in, in their lives together. That's uh, just uh, amazing in God's plan. Uh, but making sure that you care for those who are poor, the, those who are less fortunate. And for Ruth, she was in a place of less fortunate and did what she could do. Mm. So there's both story sides here of Ruth as well as um, Boaz. Yeah, that's strong. And then you, you lean into uh, marriage here. I thought this was uh, so strong um, that we all go through can go through hard stuff in marriage but um when you are saying sorry um and the receiver of that sorry you want to forgive unconditionally as Christ does but but you don't want to just accept a sorry um without any action backing it up because that, that's not a real sorry it's a fake sorry and right so the action step shows the the truthfulness of the sorry yeah and so if in a marriage the the wife or the husband says you know hey I'm sorry but this is this repetitive sinful habit, repetitive habit that's destroying your marriage. It may not even necessarily be sinful, but it's a habit both of you agree that is not helpful to the marriage. And you say, hey, I'm going to change, but you never change. You keep doing it again and again, yet you haven't changed your plan. You haven't uh, done the work to actually bring action change. And it clearly one of the biggest ways is opening up a few others that love Jesus, that are healthy, that are strong in the Lord, helping you be, you know, accountable, helping. People don't do what you expect. A lot of times they do what you inspect. In mm. self-inviting someone to inspect your life and also then give you wisdom about that, whether it's an addiction that's deep-rooted or something that's just a repetitive habit that if you invited someone else in besides your spouse to help with it, uh, you could really change. Yeah, and uh, just awesome job to the church. Shout out to the church. Uh, Miguel was talking about how that was his big takeaway, and he just has seen that so much in our men's group and, and different groups all throughout the church. People are opening up, and I think the beauty of that um, of that action step of change and, and not staying silent but opening up and, and sharing issues and asking for help from other people is it inspires other people to do the same. When you're yes. vulnerable, when you're showing you got issues, other people are like, oh, I thought they had it all together. Okay, maybe I can be a little more personable and open about what I'm going through too. Yeah, no, it's huge. And, and yeah, we're hearing many shout-outs about that in many environments. And I'm convinced that's where uh, life change can happen so that you don't just uh, 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 just stay stuck, but you, you begin to create movement, movement. And I think those are two of the biggest takeaways. Don't accept your label. Don't cha you know, change your label to what God says about you. Adds with the apology, add action. And, and another one was it's okay to stumble home mm. to survive. Yeah. Sometimes you're just so broken, uh, situations so difficult. Man, just get to Jesus. He's right there, He's the bread of life. Come home to the house of bread, Bethlehem, the bread of life, Jesus Christ. And, and, and that's okay. You don't have to have all the goosebumps. Just keep showing up, coming home to survive. It's not too late to return home. I love the imagery of stumbling because someone like stumbling, stumbling is they're taking small steps. Like they're barely making it back. And if you're in that place, just, hey, just do that next right thing. Just just put one foot instead of the, in front of the other and just to do that next right thing, even if it's something small. Yeah, no, that's no, huge. It's huge. And coming back to that marriage piece about sorry and with action, and then as they're 
in a marriage, you know, your spouse has apologized and they're following it with action of change and they're getting help. There needs to be big time uh, helpful forgiveness there to where uh, the spouse doesn't feel like they got to always live with the failure where they blew it. But there can be forgiveness and you can heal and move on. So that's where you can come to real unity and say, okay, this is what we were in our marriage, but this is not who we are now. We're going to walk out of this path together. There's legitimate change here and progressive change, and, and let's forgive. Let's move on. Let's not, as Scripture talks about in 1 Corinthians 13, don't keep a record. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Yeah. Rip up that file card, and let's move forward. Yeah, I think it's uh, Lamentations 3 where he talks about the Lord and how his mercies are new every morning. As there's such a beauty in a marriage where you can have a fresh start every morning uh, to, to try to do it right. Yeah. Yep. So, any other um, final thoughts, takeaways from everybody? Yeah. Um, I think those are the biggies this week because that's kind of where we, we landed the message. Um, just continuing to work at your marriage, make it healthy. But also the biggie there with our relationship with God for all of us, whether we're married or trying to help someone else or our kids when they get married, is that our relationship with God's the same way. God's like, hey, don't, don't just bring me your words of, of apology. God, I blew it. I'm sorry. But follow it with action. Mm. Don't render me just your words. Render me your heart. Yeah. And uh, all the, there's so many scriptures in the, the prophets about that. And so... We need to continue to go to God and mean it with action. And I think a great prayer would be, Lord, I'm sorry I blew it here. What am I missing? What am I not doing here? What what pain am I not willing to go through to change? Is that being honest with others so I go through the embarrassment of my spending habits or my anger or my pornography use or uh, the, the way I talk to people or my jealousy or my comparison, uh, whatever it is, go to the Lord and say, okay, God, what, what, and then get smart people around you. Honesty heals, secrecy kills. That's good. I'm, I'm real excited. Um, just continue to dig into the word uh, next week. Um, what are we heading on next week? Next week, we're looking at the proposal. We're continuing to finish up uh, chapter two, invited to the table, it special of uh, this relationship between Ruth and Boaz and moving into chapter three of the proposal. It's going to be good. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. And, and then, then we're launching a second uh, Sunday morning student service for fifth through eighth grade, yep, 9.30, not just 11, but 9.30 and 11. So we're excited uh, to be ministering to more students and, and making a better for families. Yeah, and then we got Happy Fall, y'all, the last Sunday this month, outdoor service, trunk or treat, hayride, uh, joust, uh, petting zoo, jump castle, and, and we're going to bring a bring a camping chair and uh uh, a meal to share, and we're going to have a tremendous time together. That's October 29th at 10 a.m. Man, it's going to be a great time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, church, thank you so much for listening. And uh, you walk and you take away, and God bless you this week.